0: Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It is Tuesday, June 6th. I'm your host, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst and Certified Financial Planner. I am joined by Mark Talercio, also a Certified Financial Planner and the best executive producer in the world. Now, we are talking to you the Tuesday, we're recording this, the Tuesday after Memorial Day. And Mark, do you know why I'm in such a good mood today?
1: Tuesday after Memorial Day? Why? Because uh, you didn't have to do any of your hits yesterday?
0: Nope. Nope. Mostly because I woke up to find out that Boston lost.
1: Oh, yeah. That's always a good thing, right? I actually watched that uh, most of that game.
0: I'm sorry for those of you who are rooting in Boston, but uh, I have flashbacks of 2004, and that was a very bad night in my family, um, which resulted in certain nieces and nephews crying hysterically after losing to the Red Sox. So we didn't want the 3-0 comeback. So for those of you who are not following the NBA, it is the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. And Mark, I believe Denver really has a pretty major league advantage, at least, you know, as I speak today on May 30th, as you and I are talking, I think that the odds makers would say Denver is in it, Right.
1: Denver is the heavy, heavy favorite, but I, I would not count out the Heat. They are, uh, you know, they are tough as nails. It's a Pat Riley-led organization, so you know they're they're tough as nails.
0: All right. Well, well, we'll see. Meanwhile, how was your weekend, Mark?
1: Uh, not bad. You know, we didn't go anywhere for, for Memorial Day, and I thought I was thinking, you know, that's not a bad thing because New York kind of gets quiet around the holidays because everybody gets out of town. But I got to tell you, New York was like as packed as I've ever seen it. We were we were all over from. The West Village to Soho to Dumbo and Brooklyn. I mean, it was
0: packed. And would you say New Yorkers packed or tourists packed or a little bit of everything?
1: I'm thinking most of it was tourism driven. I think, you know, I'm riding my city bike all over the place. I'm like having to avoid people left and
0: right. It was nuts. I thought you gave up on the the city bike thing.
1: If it's a short trip, if I'm just going downtown, I'll, I'll, you know, as long as I have my helmet with me, I'll, I'll do it.
0: Fair enough fair enough. All right, so listen, let's get into let's let's get down to some business because we are here answering financial questions. In fact, if you have a financial question, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and you complete a form. And once you complete that form, at the end of the form, it says, would you like to join us live? Not live-ish, let's call it. Would you like to talk to us with a microphone of some sort and let us guide you through whatever financial decision you are contemplating? If that is something that you would like, just check the box and we're good. And also, while you're on the website, got a couple of things that are very cool. We've got the book, The Great Money Reset lots of different links where you can buy it. And we also have a new live service called Jill on Money Live. And this is really the behind the paywall service where you're going to have access to quarterly live webinars and some extra bonus content. I am so excited because later today we are going to be recording some of that bonus content. We've got a really fun guy coming and joining us. We, Mark, when was the last time we had Mike on? I think it was early COVID, wasn't it? Like in the spring of 2020? And so, we, when I say Mike, uh, I, I'm, let me just give you that this guy's name is Mike Quincy. He is from Consumer Reports, and he's one of the automobile editors. And he tells us how to buy a car. I have a list of questions. I am ready to rock and roll with this guy. I'm so excited. So, if you would like to get a glimpse of that interview, you have to subscribe to our new service, Jill on Money Live. It's thirty five dollars for the year. Some people think it's too cheap, and yet I don't see thousands and thousands of people signing up. We have hundreds and hundreds, which very very grateful for but you know I want thousands and thousands for goodness sakes and we're going to keep developing special content and try to give you some more stuff that you want all right today we are talking to Anna Anna is on the line from New York City hello Anna how are you what can we do for you
2: hi Jill and Mark thanks for taking my call so sure. um, so my thing was so had i called you maybe a, a year or so ago my my main concern would have been you know whether i am financially secured for early retirement, Um, maybe make it to to 50 years old and sort of maybe do a, you know, a glide path down, you know, looking for a low stress, lower paying job, but having the financial security where, you know, I could call it completely quits if if I needed to. But now I'm not sure I can make it to 50 just because my job has been uh, pretty stressful lately. So Mm. yeah. So if I maybe, advanced that, that plan and started looking for a new job now and maybe starting a new career path, something different and just starting at the bottom.
0: Okay. Hold on. We're going to take a big, deep breath. Yes. All right. Now listen, Anna, you got a lot on your plate. So this is kind of one of those money reset questions. So let's try to figure out where you stand and what options lie ahead of you. How about that? Deal? Yes. Okay. So how old are you? I
2: am 43.
0: 43. Okay. Currently, how much do you earn?
2: Uh, $205,000.
0: When you think about, when you said, you know, early retirement, what do you think early retirement really means to you?
2: So my plan was to sort of assess at 50 to see where I am financially um and sort of you know i've been in the same industry for you know a few decades now i've never really done the job hopping or you know searching for something that that i might like so i was thinking maybe do that you know find a new career if if possible something that will pay the bills you know pay for medical insurance until till whenever yeah
0: Okay. And maybe if you found something you liked more, you could do it longer, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So then, you know, yeah, if I liked what I did, then early retirement really wouldn't be so prevalent.
0: Because right now it would be like you're gritting
2: it out <laughs> until
0: age 50. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Which I. Which it sounds like you could do. It's just that you'd rather not. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Fair to say. Okay. So let's talk about what you're saving right now. Um, in terms of that couple hundred thousand dollars a year, what are you putting into retirement accounts?
2: So I am maxing out um, into fully into a Roth 401k. Mm-hmm. And my company also allows for the uh, the mega backdoor. So I've been oh, doing wow. all of that. Yep.
0: Okay. How much money have you accumulated already?
2: So in the 401k. So the Roth 401k, I have 82,000 in there now. Uh, traditional 401k, 185,000. And then the after-tax, the after-tax 401k that from the mega backdoor is 45,000. And then I also have IRAs. So I have a rollover IRA of 630,000.
0: Oh, so you work somewhere else and yeah. then rolled it over? okay? Exactly. Got it. And,
2: and then I have a Roth IRA of 82,000. Okay. Any brokerage accounts? Yes. So I have a brokerage account with about um, 900000 although 42 of that is is held as cash right now.
0: Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Did you, Mark, did you hear? I went, mm, wow. Okay. So Anna, what about the expense side? Do you own or do you rent in New York?
2: I own a one-bedroom apartment.
0: Okay. You own. And how much is the, the place worth?
2: Uh, I'd say probably 675000
0: Okay. Do you have a mortgage? No. No mortgage? Nope. Hmm. Wow. Um, okay. So you don't have a mortgage. Is it a co-op? Yes. Okay. So you have maintenance and you have stuff. So what do you, what do you figure are your expenses? Because you're saving a ton of money because you're maxing out the Roth. You're doing the mega backdoor. Um, you're, you got money in a brokerage account. So how much could you, you're not spending that much, right? No.
1: By the way, she has almost 200000 in cash.
0: 200000 <laughs> in cash. Beyond that, you said something, yeah. the brokerage is cash. So no, that's yeah, 200. that's beyond okay. that, yeah. Okay, cash. Thank you. So what's your spend right now?
2: So you're going to laugh. So during the pandemic, so without travel, I am a homebody. So, you know, that's normal. But uh, during the pandemic, it's I've only averaged about like 20000 a year. Of expenses. Stop it. Come on. Yeah. We got to let you spend again.
1: In in New York City, my goodness.
0: I mean, so okay, yes, you do whatever you want, really, Anna. I mean, but is that what you'd like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like if we can we put some more like let's go back. 2017, 18, 19. What was the spending that you were doing then?
2: Um then, so with travel and maybe a little higher um housing costs, it still was only like 30,000 a year.
0: Is there any, okay, anyone else we have to take care of? Do you have aging parents, siblings, anything like that?
2: Nope, they're all healthy and, and good.
0: Okay, so you got no dependents. You really only spend 30 grand a year. So when you say to me, hey, what do you think if I were to make uh, 50, start over. Let's just, uh, I don't even know what you could do. with Whatever it is you think you want to do as the start over. But you, you know, making, say, 50 something, $50,000 a year. Even if you just like said, okay, $50,000 a year. And what I will do is I will actually, uh, put some money into a Roth IRA. Like even if we're 50 grand and you're like, I want to work for a place that doesn't have a retirement plan. I think you're fine. Mark, is there anything I'm missing? I mean, If she only spends 30, can't she basically do anything she wants and go back to a place where she was, you know, maybe you were starting off in your career making that much money. But if you don't mind this, then I don't see why there's any, where is the friction here?
1: I mean, she's got basically almost $2 million saved. I mean, that alone will generate what she's living on right now.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 What's holding you back from that? Anna, you uh, disclosed that you are, prior to our starting, that you were in a numbers kind of a business. And so I think you know these numbers. So let's talk about what's stopping you from doing this.
2: So I am very risk adverse, I would say. So okay. if I have comfort that my current financials can can hold me over and make this change, um, then I'll have to deal with the, the emotional part of, you know, dropping down a lower salary. But yeah, I
0: really don't see how the numbers can hurt you right now.
1: Even if she cuts her salary in half based on her current living expenses, I mean, she's got so much wiggle room, it's ridiculous.
0: I mean, that's what I was going to say that like, I don't know what you think you would like, let's pretend, you know, here you are in your early 40s. And uh, I always do this as like, because people always dream of this, even though it's really not such a great thing. But let's just say you're the kind of person who's like, I'm in the for-profit industry. I want to go into nonprofit land and I want to apply my skill set. To something I feel strongly about, whatever it is, even then, forty-three years old, and you want to go get a job of like sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. I do not see how we have any hurdle that we have to climb over. I really don't.
1: I mean, unless life changes and you know, you you meet the love of your life and you start a family. You know, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Well, that's true. I mean, do you think you might want to have kids? Uh, no. Oh, look at that, Mark. Did you hear that? Uh, No. Are there any single people out there who would like a nice woman (laughs) from New York with a paid for co-op, I might add? We know where she lives, a nice place, and uh, she's got a nice co-op. She's got $2 million in the bank, but you do have to go through a career transition with her. So She has like a nice high fly. Do you think that part of your reluctance to not do this cuz i'm going to presume you are going you agree that you can do it. Do you think part of your reluctance is coming from not just that you're risk averse that you're just absolutely scared of making a change like this that you've been so achievement oriented your whole life that now to think about this is almost to like blow up all of your prior assumptions and that's what's holding you back?
2: Oh, definitely.
0: I could Definitely be a shrink. A part of it. <laughs> so what can we do to get you over it? Because I feel like the money is there. My own experience is when I left the world of financial planning and investment management, I did so with the idea that I would never make as much money doing what I'm doing now. And I had thought like, I built up this company, you know, I'd done all the hard work of like, okay, we finally have all the assets under management, We got this thing going. And you know what? I wasn't happy doing it anymore. I really wasn't. I think that part of my uh, reluctance to make a change even earlier, besides the fact that I had a lunatic partner, was that I actually really felt a little bit scared of not having like not having that, like, well, what am I? I built this company that the company is me. This career is me. And I was like, you know what? It's not, I'm me. I don't need this. And if you can kind of let some of that, some of those preconceived notions go, it gives you permission. And Mark, I mean, for you to leave you were Mark was just so everyone knows, Mark was on a huge trajectory upward. He was at CBS news. He was a young guy. He was scaling the walls. Like things were looking straight up. What helped you get over that?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, you know, I just realized much like our caller here, Anna, is I just realized that I was doing something that I really no longer wanted to do. It wasn't my passion. Uh, You and I hooked up and that was really what I wanted to do. And then, you know, when the opportunity presented itself to go work with you. I didn't know how it was going to work out. I had no idea. You know, a lot of people said you're nuts. Why would you leave the job that you have? You have an awesome job. But it just, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I I weighed the pros and the cons and the pros outweighed the cons. And again, I had no idea how it was going to work out. But uh, so far, it's the best decision I ever made.
0: So, Anna, what else can we do to help you over the hump? Um, I think you've helped a lot. Because I feel like you are in such good shape. If you want to stay there, maybe the way that you stay there is knowing that I can leave anytime. Uh, my friend Michael always likes to say, you're in the one bad meeting away club. Like you're one bad meeting away from making a decision. But maybe what you can do now is to say, well, I mean, I know what I have here. Let me go pick my head up and look really, not like really take the time to figure out what could lie ahead for me. And I think if you do that, it will be freeing. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, whatever job you do take, it's still work, right? I mean, there's going to be parts that suck of every job, but maybe this is the time where you can do it and start to feel excited by it. Maybe I, I, I always, you know, I'm always amazed at the, the changes that people make. And if you can be happier for longer, you've already put 20 years in that gives you this opportunity you've built, you've actually created the reset opportunity for yourself in the preceding 20 years. So I feel like, go get it. Go get it.
1: Don't stay, Anna. Don't stay. Life, it's, it's too short. You're not happy. You're You have the ability to move on. Go ahead and do it.
0: Right. Think about all the people who are as, as miserable as you are, and they can't do it. Like, they've got three kids. They're the primary wage earners. They've just, they've built lives that they cannot continue to live their lifestyles working in a job that pays much less. You can. I'm saying, go for it, Anna. Go for it.
2: Okay. Yes. And I'm also thinking, yeah, if the whatever job I pick um, doesn't work out, at least the low salary, you know, there's no motivation to stay so I can keep job hopping. Exactly right.
0: And nobody looks twice at, it's so funny, I was just with my brother-in-law over the weekend and he was talking about like somebody like they have a lot of jobs on their resume. I'm like, no one cares anymore. Nobody cares about that. And I'm telling you, nobody really cares about that. So go do what you want to do, Anna please keep in touch and let us know how things turn out. Okay. Spend a little money, spend some money, have some fun. (laughs) Okay. All right. If you are like Anna, if you're living in a world where you're like, Oh, I don't even like waking up in the morning. I don't like this. Or, you know, boy, I learned something really different about myself in the pandemic, or you've got a boss that's pounding the table and say five days a week, you have to be back. You know, At least give us a holler so we can lay out the opportunities for you. They may not be as good as Anna's opportunities. And it may be that we go through all this and we say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you actually have a pretty good job. It's still work, but you know, it, it's it's good for what you want in your life. And that can be a really good outcome of a money reset. It's going through a process, thinking it through and then coming out the other end saying, "Oh, I'm happy where I am or I'm happy enough where I am," which is fine, okay? Do buy the book, The Great Money Reset, because we do lay out lots of different guardrails for how you can try to achieve a reset without blowing up your other plans. Mark D'Alessio is the co-host and the executive producer. Karen Kranick is the web queen. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Lift someone up. Change your work. Change your wealth. Change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.